0: Raised by Loveline, co-parented by Ace and Dr. Drew. When his life gets all messed up, Adam's rants, they pull him through. Lost in a sea of discs and tapes, archiving everything in the world of Corolla. He's a super fan, yeah.
1: Hey everybody, superfan Giovanni here. Welcome to Classic Love Line, episode 649. From March 25th, 1998, a Wednesday night show with guest Semi Sonic. Some Melissa tape from 2014, Merge with a Kevin tape. Once again, a completely brand new show to the archive. Date is confirmed via some context clues and an upcoming 5am wake-up call to meet at LAX and fly to Chicago. To tape three episodes of Jenny Jones, which both of the boys are dreading. Some hilarious one-time only content. Really don't miss this one. And if you'd like to help my efforts with this, of course, please check out the Amazon link. Uh, use that anytime you want to shop on Amazon. Uh, you, know, you know the drill. You've listened to a million podcasts. It helped me out a lot. There's certain podcasts where the hosts, your mom's house, are uh, currently residing in Bel Air, and they have a Patreon and an Amazon link, which I'm sure they can use it. They have a new baby, and uh, you know they deserve everything, every penny. They have tons of listeners. But there's a lot of podcasts you probably listen to where people are uh, not necessarily as dire for the uh, help and assistance. Uh, if you use the my Amazon link, it might go from $25 up to 50 <laughs> There's a might go from 2000 to $50,000. But uh, if you want to support the show and my efforts, it really helps. Uh, I really appreciate everyone that contributes. It gives me extra time to complete these edits and share this content, which is really, really hard to do. And I do it just so we all get to enjoy it. Most of this stuff, even the stuff I've been working on for years that hasn't yet made its way to a release schedule, was delayed because of the old uh, Loveline feed. And now we're finally getting to rush it out. But Some of it I haven't even had a chance to hear yet because I didn't want to listen to it until everyone got a chance. Uh, so now we're hearing it. I hope you like it as much as I am. Mahalo, and get it on.
2: Indeed is phone number for Loveline, 1-800-L-O-V-E-191, fax number 310-854-4455. <laughs> Are we ever going to do just a regular radio show, or do we have to act like uh, uh, drunken sophomores at a junior college uh, who have invaded uh, some student station? Okay, true. I,
1: I, guess,
3: I guess we will always right, have just, to behave just like relax that because that's uh, what keeps earn, earn half your money.
2: Oh can't believe we could pay the same amount is uh, ridiculous he says to me the other day i was yelling at him we could pay the same amount i can't believe this and he says uh, i'm a doctor <laughs> i said uh, who makes yeah. more you or adam sandler you were Robin Williams. Well, I didn't you, say that to you. You always say that to I me. Never I never said to that help. to you. Shut <laughs> your mic off. No. He's way out of line. No, it's thank you. That's now. enough out of you. I've had enough. I'm getting, uh, Drew and I are getting uh, picked up at 5 a.m. tomorrow uh, to go to Chicago uh, to do Jenny Jones, uh, and I'm, I'm already starting the feud. Can I have the mic, please? No, leave the mic no. off. Yeah, thank you. All right. You know we're doing two shows. Oh, for Christ's <laughs> sake, we're doing two Jenny Joneses. Two in a row. That uh. is ridiculous. Cocculus. Yes, I
4: found that out today. I wanted to kill myself and not just you?
2: Well, if you know, if you kill yourself, <laughs> I wouldn't have to kill myself. So why don't you do that? All right. So uh, Dr. Drew, board-certified physician, that's why he thinks he should pay more, get paid more. An addiction medicine specialist, Semi is our guest tonight. John, Dan, and Jake. um These guys are going to play live for us, which is uh, something we don't do here very often on Love Line. And uh, I was hearing him warm up, and uh, sure. <laughs> hope they got more than that I, no they they sounded great and these uh, i'm so happy that you guys sing this closing time because uh, uh k-rock out here uh the mother station has been playing the hell out of this song and i think it's a great song but i didn't match the band up with the song so uh so
5: this is the pleasant surprise for you
2: absolutely nice. there's nothing worse than having to uh pretend you like a band when you don't but in this case uh only drew has to You're pretend because i i like the band <laughs> Drew, you know the song? The what? No, okay, fine. <laughs> He's a doctor. Uh, the guys are uh, poised over their uh, instruments, and uh, they're about ready to go. So uh, why don't we just hear that, and then we'll get on with the interview and the calls Should and all the other here? good stuff. Just rock on. Yes, just rock on. Yes.
6: They'll take me home. Closing time. Time for you to go out to the places.
3: Robin Pierce, program director at 1015 K Rock. Through the many months since Love Line first appeared on K Rock on April 1st, 19... 19- Through
6: the exits, I hope you have found a friend die. time. every new beginning comes from some other beginning. Some
2: other beginnings in. That's uh, me and Drew clapping. There'd be more people clapping if there were more of us in the room.
4: Getting clapping out of us is already an extraordinary thing.
2: (laughs) Yeah, Drew's uh, two hands haven't uh, come together since he uh, uh, removed a gallbladder last (laughs)
4: quite a contrast with Thank our you. bickering yes that sounded great didn't it it
2: really did well Drew, you didn't even know that song did you
4: no i did actually oh, oh really nice they the have a uh, operatic that uh damn song of that? i can't get oh, away the from the k-rock <laughs> All right uh, I, semi-sonic I one of the what? best in studio performances we've had here in the show right would you say yeah
5: yeah so so it was we, when we got off to a rocky start uh with the first line uh thing
2: but that's all right that's that people a, just know it's live yeah that, that was the way of faking it so it felt like it was more live i think and uh i noticed you you busted a string somewhere along the you know, line another uh, rock thing that we you're do. feeling it if you're if you're breaking strings yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: that's that was just a matter of soul there
2: it's really like the uh guitar's hymen a string <laughs> if you think about it you you, you do it right well, which show? string was uh, that
5: uh, uh, that was the h uh, string yeah oh.
2: Yeah, I I saw that thing hanging there about halfway into it and thought it was gonna... He's talking about the string. Oh, I see. I thought it was gonna uh, screw you up in some way, but uh, it didn't appear to. And uh, God bless John over there who's playing the bass and the uh, organ. Or the uh, and the keyboard. keyboards, I you. should call it, <laughs> and know, the organ. I know on this show you can't say that. All right, so uh Semisonic is here. Uh, this is their uh, second CD. It was out yesterday, yeah, I believe. Yeah, and uh, it's kind of cool that you're getting a lot of airplay even uh, before the things released. That, yeah, uh, that a, can't um, hurt. Yeah, that's been pretty amazing. Light. We
5: didn't really expect that. We uh, we thought we would slog it out in the trenches for a little bit longer before someone would play this song. Right.
2: And uh the first one came out in '96. Uh, got mm-hmm. good uh, critical acclaim.
5: Yeah, we were how cri- sell? Uh, well, went, the critics loved there's it. Only uh, so many critics. I think it went copper. Actually, <laughs> right. and the critics get uh, complimentary copies. So right, we didn't even really. So that
2: doesn't uh, you know. that doesn't tally.
5: Did we uh, skip over that question well enough, guys?
2: It was beautiful. Well, this one's going gold. There you go. And uh if you like. I can put a curse on it which means it'll turn to gold tomorrow. Excellent. Yeah, <laughs> what, is the, uh, pay, what is the trade-off? uh payment? What is the trade off? I've I'm going to need your firstborn. Mm. I've had I've put curses on uh who did I put a Jim curse Carrey. on? Jim Carrey oh. and uh no doubt. Yes. Those are the two curses I've dealt Line me up so far. Yeah.
5: <laughs> <laughs> where, where do I sign? Before anybody knew
4: who either of them were.
2: That's right. So you you really have to cross me though. I think it's got to mm. be it's got to be genuine. Mm. Daniel.
7: Good evening, gentlemen.
2: Hey, you're 19. Yeah. You're on with Semisonic.
7: Uh, hey, guys. How are y'all doing?
2: Just fine, right. thanks. Hey,
7: Man, y'all getting a lot of airplay down here in Louisiana.
2: Wait, oh, cool. Wow,
7: that's very
5: cool. What's hey, up, Daniel?
7: People like the song.
5: Do people like the song down there?
7: Yeah, absolutely.
5: You got a question, Daniel?
7: Yeah, actually. Uh, I enjoy uh, frequent sex between about, I say, five or six different people. Uh, we're a pretty tightly knit group. And, uh, you know just it happens fairly often and the problem i'm having is that uh we enjoy fairly rough sex mm-hmm. are
2: there any women in this group yes okay
7: in fact uh it's what four women and two men
2: uh, uh-huh guys. yeah
7: mm. uh, the problem i'm having
2: you having sex with the guys too
7: yes actually wow but uh but the, the problem we have is that the, the during during our the the sex the bed sheets on the bed will get all tangled up and messed up and everything and it causes some problems, uh, especially on the women's part when, uh, you know, they get the a, a sheet rolled up under their back. It hurt, kind of hurts.
4: Now, I got to figure out why you're calling. You, you just—it can't you? be about the bed sheets.
2: <laughs> it is. It's about
4: no. no.
2: I know. Well, where'd you say you're from, Daniel? Louisiana. Louisiana. See, out here uh, we have this invention. It's called fitted sheets. They put this uh, little uh, piece of elastic on the corners, and uh, boy, that baby—you you could flip the mattress over. I was getting
5: really on. intrigued for a while, and then you took a wrong turn there with the. Daniel, bed I bed tried sheets.
7: everything. They make these little straps that. Clip- hey, with Daniel, Daniel, you got
5: a question
2: a or not? That's my question. Obviously. All right. All right. This uh this is not Martha Stewart here. I give a rats ass about your sheets, please. This is basically uh we get one of these this calls about, every my, my week. This is, is uh, my bike. penis is so big I can't ride That's my a, bike. <laughs> <laughs> help me.
4: <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, can you know of any bikes particularly that I could
2: ride? Did you get a good answer for that actually? You could try a girl's bike. Actually. Once in a while guys like that guys like to advertise two things. My penis is so big and I'm getting laid uh too much. I'm not quite sure what to do about it. Uh, <laughs> This is uh, the latter. Michelle. Yes. You're 17.
8: Yeah. And my question is, um, me and my friend have been friends for many years, and she's bisexual, and I'm bisexual, too. And I don't know how to approach her, because I want to, like, try to, like... Do things with her.
4: You gotta, you gotta sneak up on her lesbian side. But remember that if you, if you cross that boundary, you're risking the friendship, right? When people go beyond the friendship piece. First of all, you're risking that she doesn't reciprocate your feelings. And secondly, if it doesn't work out, it's hard to go back to friendship.
2: Right. But how long can two bisexuals hang out before they get it on? I mean, if you really think about it, it's not a a math riddle, but. How long can two bisexuals really uh, spend like time together before two, one of them gets? How long can
4: two heterosexuals, uh, when one of them's attracted, be together?
2: Well, until one, the other one gets drunk, I guess is the answer.
4: All right, Michelle, just just I don't know. <laughs> What are you disgusted? I, I no, I'm just worried about this friendship. i, I quite. I don't know. It just doesn't feel right to me. What, what's the How long you know this girl?
8: For about like four years.
4: And you're good friends.
8: We're, yeah, we're really good friends, and we always talk about it like what we've done with other girls. Mm. And, like, when I'm with her, it's like no problem we can talk about it. And I think we both want to, like, experience it together, yeah. but we kind of just pushing away. I
4: know. It's all because she's 17. I just, I just feel so much uh, confusion there acting out, you know. How old's your friend?
8: She's 17, too.
2: Yeah. What's up with her? Hey, did anything weird happen to you guys growing up? no, no, nothing weird no no you don't you don't consider molestation weird
8: no, you don't I no uh, so I mean nothing weird I, i'm not nothing's ever happened to me when when I was younger, hmm.
4: um but you were raped at what age
8: <sighs> well, i wasn't i don't know if I would call it rape, but I was about fifteen
4: okay um how, did I, how did I know that?
2: Drew, uh, drew, by the way you uh screw the expert testimony screw the uh sperm samples, screw the DNA just put drew on the stand and let him decide who was raped and who wasn't you could do whole rooms at a time like they have those mass marriages you could just sort of uh you you hand. you you uh you go wait uh, go wait in the rape corral and uh the rest of you uh, you're liars move on drew uh, knows what uh, happened when you're fifteen
8: um i one of the guys that i went to school with we were friends for a while and he came over and um he was also dating one of my other friends
4: but he really forced himself on
8: you yeah he did okay
4: that's right that's um, right michelle and and what what i'm picking up on here is a lot of victimization by somebody what happened before that
2: nothing gotta be something before that there's always something before that
8: nothing's ever happened um i've been like
2: you
4: know, attracted to girls and no, I. No, no, we're not. We're not taking issue with that. That's or, fine. Yeah, that's fine. We're just, we're just picking up on some acting out here. That's all. And if you're forever bisexual, God bless you. That's fine. But, but the this the quality of difficulty with boundaries that you're having is sort of what's causing. That's a you know, Neil Diamond song, by the way. Quality of difficulty with boundaries. No, the uh, forever bisexual. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Michelle, uh, nobody ever raised their hand to you or struck you when you were growing up.
8: Um, no, not, like, in family-wise or, like, right. boyfriend, family-wise, right. no. Um, actually, to be very honest, my family is a very confusing family.
4: Mm. Um. Imagine that. <laughs>
8: <laughs> well, no, because, like, my, my real mom it lived in Germany, and I lived with my sister, and I called her mom.
4: Okay.
8: And uh, that, like, all that ordeal, but, um... Okay, but
4: the, the ordeal is the word, and a child going through an ordeal is effectively been abused in some fashion abandoned powerless abused and that's what creates this difficulty that you're having right now and so i i would say just try to keep your relationships a little clearer you know try to be clear that keep your friendships friendships Uh because they'll be more valuable to you that way i think and all this confusion about intimacy and what is intimacy what isn't is going to break down and cause a lot of chaos in your life right now so just just sit real tight okay All right.
2: We always get a load of crap for this. Actually, I never get any crap because I'm considered uh, sort of reckless and irresponsible. But Drew should know better. But whenever we talk to people 16, 17 years old who uh, claim to be bisexual, uh, we can always backtrack and find some confusion. Because to me, that's the manifestation of confusion. I I don't know. Penis, Mm. vagina, penis, vagina. Mm. I I don't know. What day is it? I mean. Especially at seventeen, you're confused, and uh, there's always there always seems to be this um, case history of uh, people without without guidance, with sometimes uh, bad parenting,
4: or bad situations, some kind of abuse, something about right. powerlessness and abandonment. She seemed like she's
5: on the wrong track, though. They're hesitating. Maybe that was a good idea. to, have, yeah, to hesitate. I totally
4: agree
2: with you. Yeah, not for you. We're not. No, no, I'm I'm old enough. I gotta have sex while my penis is still working. But uh,
7: it still works.
2: Oh, true please got enough duct tape and uh, two tongue depressors it'll <laughs> <that'll> work fine <laughs> oh. kelly
0: hi you're
2: 19 Yep. you're on a semi-sonic
0: hi guys hey hey, hey you
2: guys gonna play anything else uh, live uh after breaking in the, the guitar <laughs> yeah. i mean hey. i don't want to put you on the spot we can play something off the cd i'm just i'm just curious That would rock okay yeah. we'll do that
9: I want to tell you
8: guys,
2: oh,
9: Sonic how very proud
8: of you the Minneapolis music scene is.
5: Are you from Minneapolis?
8: Yes, I am.
5: Oh, we're feeling really good We're right getting now. We're getting props from the homies now? Is that yeah, the story? Yeah.
10: Gosh.
11: I,
8: I think my absolute favorite song of all time has to be Toolmaster of Brainerd. Well,
5: thank you very much.
8: And my question relating to that is... How can I get a hold of some Trip Shakespeare stuff without it, like, digging in the used bins of.
5: Someone? I think uh, she's talking about a band that John and I were in, and, sure. uh, and, uh, you have to go into the used bins because they're out of print, and, uh. There's no way. Yeah, we're doing this sort of, uh, mystical, obscure thing by having having the records unavailable.
8: That's not very nice. Of
5: you Sorry. Because
8: it's such a wonderful
0: band.
5: Thank you. <laughs>
8: when are you guys going to be home again?
2: <laughs> Will you pick us up at the airport?
8: <laughs> sure my artwork there why
2: not well they're going on uh, they're going to play actually they're out here for a while or i guess they're going to be on the road for a while they're going to be in uh, new york on the 9th of april vancouver 17th seattle 18th portland 20th see this is smooth radio when not i just right. slide in the plugs <laughs> 21st they'll be in uh, san francisco and uh then back here in los angeles on the 22nd the only problem is nobody knows where they're performing in those cities well, talk well about that no later. no they're at uh, check for local listings yakety yak yeah they're not going to remember anyway Twenty fifth in Phoenix, and then yeah, when do you get playing play Minneapolis in June? Early June. See you there. Can you wait that long, Kelly? First
5: Avenue. You're gonna play
8: in the main room.
2: You'll have your choice. Of course, they're playing three in the nights. main room. What do you are. think they're gonna uh, play? The lobby. It's a big band, Kelly. Thank you. All right. Of that I Need that kind of condescension on the
5: <laughs> I think she was dissing us. Uh,
2: well, I, I, there may be more than one room, but whatever the biggest room is. As a matter of fact, That's they're gonna have in. to enlarge the room. Yeah, Tony.
3: Hey, how you doing?
2: You're 29.
3: Yes, sir. hi. How's everyone doing tonight?
2: Good. You're on with the uh, biggest thing to come out of uh,
3: Minneapolis since Prince. Prince. Is he from Minneapolis? Yes. Yes. What's going on, Tony? Um, I have a question for Dr. Drew. Yeah. Um, are you familiar with WPW?
4: Mm
3: hmm. Um, well, I was diagnosed with that about nine years ago. Mm hmm. And, um, I guess they didn't have the proper way to treat it back then.
4: No, uh, basically beta blockers is what they typically use. Tenorama, the tenolol. Uh, or the, looked, it, it, this is Wolf Parkinson White okay. syndrome. it
2: comes in. I, I, if I hadn't come in, you would have gone on for 15 minutes about WPW. Right? Yes, yes.
4: What is it? Wolf Parkinson White syndrome. It's basically a reentrant arrhythmia in the heart, where there's an what's called an accessory pathway, where the atria, would sit on top of the heart and, and generate the heartbeats, bypass the sinus node, which usually it feeds in through to get to the ventricles, and it creates a reentrant circuit where it can bypass the sinus node and come back up. And the rhythms are very, very rapid. Are you a real doctor or just a love doctor? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, so you have WPW.
2: People can hear that him do that on a totally blind call like this and then uh, go, are you a therapist or just a counselor? <laughs>
4: Man, I'm sold. All right, so, so you got So what that. about it? Well, is that bad, Drew? Uh, it can be, if, if people get atrial fibrillation, it can decompensate and be rather, rather, potentially dangerous. Well, I think but that goes with, goes with that, so. generally,
3: the yeah, gen- it
4: is basically, and generally it's just unpleasant, it creates these real rapid rhythms that you can learn how to break, right, Tony, by bearing down that sort of thing?
3: Uh, no, well, I was unfamiliar with it at the time. Okay. How do you bear
4: down? Like, like a valsalva. When you bear down, it tends to slow your heart, it increases the... Try to cramp? That, that, uh, you facsimilize that, yes. <laughs>
2: oh, really? Yeah. You look like you're trying to cramp when you when you, you illustrated you.
4: that. Thank you. I wish I could have demonstrated for one and all, but thank you Adam pointing that out. Tony, so what's the question?
3: So nine years ago, they just put me on medication, which which I was supposed to be on for the rest of my life. Right. They said. Yeah. But um, of course, I never followed up with that like an idiot. Yeah. And uh, last year, it Uh-oh. reoccurred again. Yeah. And um, but they had like different ways of treating it.
4: Right now, they can ablate the accessory pathways too. And that's what
3: they did. They went in through the arteries and one yeah. through the neck. And they through- got it for the growing, did they get it they oh they did what they had to do yeah they got it yes all right and but um every time i do like extensive things i still feel like uh there's a, a really messed up rhythm going
4: do you take anything for that no i don't did your cardiologist ask you to take something
3: no they said that was it
4: now it should be you know, then go back it is, it is really i i my experience has been it's not uncommon for the to be some mild residual rhythm disturbances so how'd they fix it they go into the heart and they actually burn the accessory pathway. They cauterize it.
2: They just put a cigarette on a they, stick they can, and put they, it to the urethra? They can mess.
4: let say, hey, uh, Larry, give me that butt. No, no, don't put that out. Come D- here, Adam, come here. This may shock Normally, you. Normally, we don't like smoking in the but, operating but room, but... Not, but it's shocking to you, but not all medical procedures go in through the urethra. Oh, okay? I thought
2: I thought they uh, That was
4: like the window to the unknown. They've discovered that.
2: Like at some board meeting of uh, the AMA like 20 years ago, some guy raised his hand and goes, uh, Listen, fellas, uh, we no longer... Throw away your scalpels. There's a hole that God
4: made. All right, he goes they go actually through the arteries and feed it up into the uh, heart. and uh, They can map out where these electrical messages are going and then zap it and burn it. Yeah. Uh,
2: all right, Tony. Yes. Uh, so he shouldn't go be doing back. What? See the
4: cardiologist. Can he jog. Don't do anything. Don't do exertion until you've seen the cardiologist. There are very simple and effective medications with limited side effects available to you right now. They
3: said it was fine to go back to work. I went back to work, which I felt was too soon, and you know mm. I started getting like messed up rhythms again. Yeah, but
4: so. there may be some irregular or abnormal rhythms, but they aren't going to sustain and they aren't dangerous. So is go this, back.
3: Is going to affect me the rest of my life?
4: You're going to have. You're going to have things other people don't have right, rest tony, of it, but, me... it, but it's not going to shorten your life expectancy okay
2: all right but uh, 50 years ago you'd be dead right uh
4: you'd have more problems not necessarily dead, all right more problems so
2: it could be worse tony <laughs> it could be calling from be the fine. unknown you're gonna be fine hey uh tony what do you do for a living
3: uh right now I, i'm working at uh UPS. Which sometimes is yeah. extensive, and yeah,
2: you got to move in that well, job. You're,
4: you're straining, in the strain. Let me tell, tell you, this whole
2: country from. should be run by UPS. Whoever whoever's putting this thing on should run the government, should run the post office, should run uh, the garbage collection, should run everything. These guys obviously get paid by the amount that they do because they are on the run. They I mean, they these they guys save- go. I see these guys in reverse, flying down alleys that are six <laughs> inches narrower than their truck, and they're taking doors off of. Uh, <laughs> passing by cars and then the guys run i mean the car the truck doesn't even come to a full stop they run out of that thing they can't even put doors on it because it takes too much time to open and close the door 10 times a day they run up they throw the package you see them like when they want you to sign something they run in place while you're signing and then they run back in the truck and they burn rubber again.
5: Would you want to be seen in one of those uniforms out yeah. in public? <laughs> no,
2: they are. Uh, That's why they're on the run. They, uh, I, I don't know why they went with that color, but I'm guessing too much time in the driver's seat and it was just a practical uh, decision. Aww. But you know, it's funny. It, it's funny to see the guys who they're forced to wear the uniforms, but they're going to deck them out. Is, is I mean, they're going to look as good as they can. They're wearing a brand new pair, like a custom brown Reebok with the, with the sock folded over the laces they're wearing like brown sweatbands and the shirt sleeve is rolled up they have a, like a crease in their ups cap and they look like they're uh, like uh, returning punts for uh, the oilers or something <laughs> it's just they're. i mean they have like a towel and their number hanging off them Drew, everything should run like this ups i agree
4: even this radio show
2: all right, let's go to break. All right. <laughs> that was silky, man. <laughs>
10: I feel so liquidy. Really? Why? You're listening to Love Line.
7: With Adam Corolla and Dr. Drew. <laughs> love Line will be right back.
6: Ah, oh, Love lines. On 1015 K Rock.
3: Hello, this is Jackie Mason. Do you know what Loveline does? They straighten out your problems with your love life. And we do it
2: better than anybody. Yes, we do. John, Dan, and Jake are all here from uh, Semisonic. Dr. Drew is uh, not here, even though we get paid the same amount. He's uh, chatting up Ann in the other room, and we'll uh, mosey on in here when he's good and ready, perhaps uh, donning his medical degree. Tomorrow night, we'll be in the uh, Windy City, Chicago, and we'll be uh, hanging out with Third Eye Blind uh here. Uh And it's just good timing, because uh, I think we had Third Eye Blind uh, on out here eight, nine months ago good guys and uh it was right before the There's record the really uh hit no no it was uh quite a bit quite a bit before well, that i before think before the uh, something some,
4: the weenie roast
2: oh was it
4: i think so and? okay
2: that sounds about right about nine or ten months yes, ago Mike says yes. anyway uh they're out in chicago so yep. uh they're going to play and with the time difference so uh, they'll be able to come out and hang out with us tomorrow night and uh we will be minty fresh and ready for action about midnight tomorrow yes Yes, we're getting picked up at 5am tomorrow boys that means getting up at 4.30 <laughs> oh, this is going to be great and then two how long is that Jenny Jones show 15-18 minutes
4: how long <laughs> long is that I don't want to tell you what they do
2: what do they do they overshoot
4: oh so it's like an hour and a half a show plus plus. and why are we doing two shows because who the F I, are we I, listen I freaked out today when I found that out and well I don't want to tell you <laughs> no tell me they originally had a schedule that we did one together, and then I did one by myself. Oh, I, I actually, <laughs> wait a minute. I'm insulted, but I like that. Right, I, I, I would go you.
2: home. Right, I understand. Except yeah. they'd probably do the one you did alone Before. first, yeah. like uh, a-holes. Yeah. But now we're both doing two? Yeah. We are going to get in a fist fight yeah. and thrown off the plane. Yeah. When Drew and I travel together, we really go at it. Yeah. We argued, uh, we almost had a fist fight in the airport over which was further. From From Denver. From Denver, San
4: Francisco Airport, or LAX? I wanted to kill him. And, and Albus did kill you when he showed up the last trip we took, oh. He showed up as the plane was pulling away from the gate. No, it was still there. Sounds it sounds
5: exactly like going on tour. Yeah, it is. I mean, the, 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 the level of the arguments goes further and further down until you can really have geographical fist fights like you guys are
2: talking yeah, about. Yeah. yeah. That's we pretty were just rough. about nothing. Yeah, Who was Basically
5: right? nothing. That's the, that's the important thing. Yeah. Adam was
2: right. I was right. Yeah. Well, the flying time was a little longer from San Francisco to Denver than it was from uh, L.A. to and Denver. And I could
4: understand how going so far north it would still be longer. But
2: I, I was wrong uh, about showing up late and us missing our plane. <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely my fault. And uh, Drew's, all his luggage was on the plane. It was great. That was a nice scene in the airport at uh, 7 a.m.
4: That was another 6 a.m. saying,
2: Ray. Ray. Yeah. Hey. He's 16 a And I'm delighted to say I got up at 6 this morning to uh, do the uh, radio junket for Pictionary, which by the way is uh, nominated for a daytime Emmy. And uh, as I said, much to the dismay of the uh, Pictionary representative, what won't they nominate for a daytime All right. Emmy? All right. Ray? Yeah. So, what's going on?
11: Hey, guys. Uh, first, uh, I love you guys' show. You guys are great.
2: Yeah. And, uh,
4: Thanks.
11: Yeah, excellent.
4: What's
11: and, going on? Um, well, I have a little situation. Where, um, I was at my grandmother's house through the other night and watching my
4: cousins. And
11: one is six. Uh, their son is six. What daughter is eight. And Just watching
4: the cousins. Yeah. One, one was six. One was eight.
11: One was ten. Yeah. The right. the middle was the girl. Got She's it. Eight. And um, one was upstairs playing Nintendo 64, and we were downstairs finishing a show. I was sitting on the couch. She was sitting behind me with kind of laying down, mm-hmm. and um, my back was to her, and I, I kind of felt, like, this fast shaking, and I didn't know what it was, so, like, I kind of turned a little to see what was going on, and she had a couple pillows on top of her, and she had her hands down her pants, and, you know, she was doing her thing, and it was, I didn't know what to do, and so I kind of panicked, and I ran out of the room upstairs, and, I mean, she's eight years old, and I didn't know if it were normal or...
4: Well how did she react when you ran out?
11: She she didn't even care. She was just there, like the little guy was there too, watching T V. She's
2: not care. talking about your penis, are you?
11: What's that?
4: Okay. So, so she a, didn't she didn't respond name, name to you. Thing.
11: No, no, no.
4: How long did she do this for?
11: Uh, she, I don't know. I went upstairs, I came down and she was in the computer room and uh
4: She was all done. for like five minutes. So she was like no.
2: Diddling herself behind you while you were on the yeah, cell phone. Yeah, she
11: didn't, she's
2: eight years old, she
11: has uh, like, uh. she's totally clueless, and I don't, I don't know if it's
4: normal or what. Well, it, it's hard to answer. Uh, it's not normal for that age to be overtly sexual, Okay. yet they do self-stimulate, and occasionally, particularly young girls, can self-stimulate to orgasm, and really not understand what they're doing.
2: Yeah you know, there's really only I'm thinking about it now there's really only about a 3 or 4 year window in which you you don't really grab your junk <laughs> I mean, you do it from about zero to about eight or nine, then somebody mm. sort of weans you off it, and you, you go along with it from maybe ten to thirteen, <laughs> but then you're right back on it, yeah, and just... that and now it's now it's for good. But you keep it
5: under wraps, you realize the way to do it
2: is to do it, you know, oh, ba- less publicly. Uh, yeah, it's basically it's like, less like this. Publicly. You start grabbing your junk almost instinctively. Right off the bat. And then you grab it for a while, and then people sort of talk you out of it. Hey, knock that off, and you go, oh, okay, I see. And then later on, <laughs> when you go back for your junk. You start walking out in the living room with it, and you go, uh, "I don't need that talk again." I'm heading into the bedroom. I'll just run the water in the shower here for about 45 minutes, and and then that's it.
4: Yeah, but Ray, it, it certainly raises suspicion and concern, and you'd want to watch. But here, here's the question: the Is there that, anything going on in the family? In the family, exactly. No. Everything's fine. everything's perfect. And in no way somebody could have gotten to her a neighbor or anything. No, everybody watched it real carefully. And yeah, but right. family's great. All
0: right.
11: Do right. so
4: you think you need to tell your uh, your sister, or your your aunt, or whoever it was?
2: Uh, yeah.
11: See, they're, that's another issue. They're Mormon, and it's against their religion. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if I should tell them or should I just butt out. Oh boy. I want yeah. I want want to ruin the relationship.
2: Uh, this could backfire because she yeah. could get that whole uh, sin lesbian brimstone hellfire I mm-hmm. am turning into a lesbian
4: right there. Mm-hmm. Well not to turn a lesbian but but sort of react uh, in some way in, in in rebellion against whatever however they react. Yeah. Uh and uh right I I can't answer it. The, the, you're this is a real real uh, there's no right answer here. Yeah. Uh I wouldn't want to sway you one way or the other. If I were a parent, I would want to know. Uh huh. But I don't know these parents. I don't know these parents, so I can't say whether it's something that- Would would you want to know if you were the parent, Ray?
11: Uh, I, I don't know, because it's, is it normal?
2: Really? Well, it I'd, I'd want to know be. just to make sure it wasn't some manifestation right. of some something wrong that was done to her at school uh, or exact, something or
4: something else. By the way, you want a chance to do the parenting, and that's what I hope you'll give these parents an opportunity to do. And I hope they are capable of that. All right, got to talk to people on this show. You find out how few people are capable of parenting. Right, but not you. I, I quite I, listen. I have to evaluate the, myself all the time. Best au pairs uh, money can
2: buy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, John, are you uh, you religious? me yeah i'm not terribly religious no no. that's good dan uh not
5: in any specific way
2: good non-committal jake (laughs) oh yeah you are
5: yeah what are
2: you
5: um i grew up episcopalian so i don't know where that
2: i don't even know what that is is it like um not is it's closer to catholic than jew right
10: yes
5: it's kind of like if you're you know, if you're Catholic, you go to hell for masturbating, and if you're Methodist, you go to hell for having crabgrass, and if you're Episcopalian, you go to hell for not knows, knowing how to use an oyster fork.
2: Wow, so, that's rough. Yeah, cool.
4: Yeah. Oh man, would I be screwed? But uh, Drew, what are you? Uh, non-committal. Really? I was raised Jewish. You're spiritual, though, right? A little bit.
2: <laughs> no, I, no. <laughs> okay. Well, no, actually, I, aren't I've... you something? Don't you believe in something? Yeah. What is it? something okay. i don't know what it, i don't right. a we gotta we gotta get this country back on track here spiritually no where did, one knows what where the going down? on where did well, you sure. come down on this i'm Adam? an atheist I, oh,
5: okay. there's nothing going on that's I, why you were cheering <laughs> any any level of doubt you were you were cheering
4: it on it always means from, me from the sidelines <laughs> my, my, yeah. my spiritual side i'm always trying to figure it out is is weak yeah. I think. Well, it's because you're a man of science. Uh, it, it, yeah, it does, it, it erodes that. It really
2: does. It does. Because, yeah. uh, it's like, uh, you know, you read the Bible and it says, uh, the world's, uh, 150 years old and then you read some carbon, look at some carbon dating
4: thing and you turn out it's 10 billion years old and you yeah. go, oh, alright. Yeah. So, uh. Typo. Right. But I do, I do believe there's something. <laughs> there is something and we ought to, weigh, and that humans do better. Humans are well served by religion. Oh, yes. Yes. Keeps them in line. I appreciate that.
2: Uh, all right, but they can still figure out ways to to get around that. <laughs> Drew,
4: uh, why don't you sell the hell out of the next call? Uh, Mike is going to tell us why UPS prefers their people to wear brown.
2: Oh, this is going to be good. I smell a fart
4: joke
7: coming up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh yeah, now. Love line will be right back. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just finishing off our little, uh, Heidi Fleiss, uh, uh, debacle, uh, story to, uh, the guys from Semisonic. Anyway, she ended up, uh, we did a, we had to do a, uh, retraction over the air that, uh, engineer Mike voiced, um, and it was verbatim stuff and it was, uh, transcripts from the night, uh, night's activities. Anyway, it was, uh, it was the funniest thing that's ever been done on this show. <laughs> and, uh, we steered, uh, clear of trouble, but, uh, Heidi, the, the lawsuit cost, I think, three hundred and $50,000 or something I believe that. so uh, kind of sucks
5: hi That's...
2: this is Heidi Flays you... there you go <laughs> I mean look at it this way you guys you come out one night to do one radio show you basically you leave the house for a couple hours you probably thought about not doing it uh you know at 930 that night before she left and basically a year later it cost you 350 bucks for that for that appearance unbelievable yeah so I, I don't even know if she had it or uh, is she in prison now or yeah.
4: she is yeah Understand? Isn't that what her
2: her woman said? The, the, what oh, we there? had her uh her key her uh, head prostitute. Uh, hey, there's her name on here. What the <laughs> hell was her name, man? She was nuts. This woman. She yep. had her top up uh, half the time. Drew was uh, really hitting on her. Big uh t- Kelly Ashton. Yeah, big tan, uh, buxom uh, woman uh, talking about giving guys like seven different kinds of orgasms.
5: Yeah, I, I actually I heard, listened to that show. with, with a lot of interest yeah it was really good very bizarre it It was was great it
2: it was uh it was fantastic drew you didn't turn away when she pulled her top up did you a doctor true said true's wife listens to this show (laughs) so (laughs) i get scared to talk but listen if your wife is listening i picture your wife susan sitting at home she's listening to the show and i say uh drew you weren't staring at her chest Uh, i mean drew you were staring at her chest weren't you and here's what she hears does (laughs) does not you think she takes that as a <laughs> don't yes or guilty?
4: I know whatever I say in response to you is going to come uh, come flying back at me in some worse <laughs> form. Right. So I just prefer to let you All hang right. out there. All right. Mike? Hey. You're
2: 15. Yeah. You're on with the semi-sonic.
4: Uh, I listen
11: to your show. You guys are great. Um, I've actually stopped a UPS person on this, like she was delivering a package. And I stopped on the street and I asked her why would she, why would they have that particular shade of brown? And she she went on like this whole thing, but basically the idea is that if you look at like FedEx guys or DHL people who wear like any color, like who are like white, mm-hmm. she says that she said that the reason why it's brown is because they get dirty, and you don't see dirt on brown, and that's the
4: point. Well, yeah, the whole the whole sort of theme there is a uh, military colors, right? The the truck is sort of a green and brown. And no, the, the truck's brown, mm-hmm. but everything's sort of green and brown.
11: Yeah, the truck's brown because you don't see dirt on the truck
5: and <laughs> so they, 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 wait, they let the trucks get dirty as well as the drivers basically wow. the brown is the color of packages brown was the new black oh, last year but then the it, then it's not the new black anymore so I, I don't think they got to switch somehow
2: Yeah, that's great, yeah you could if you had to, brown is the camouflage of, um, of packing paper I mean you could really lose yourself if you had to hide out amongst parcels <laughs> <laughs> you certainly could do it in a brown uniform all right, Mike. Is that it? Yeah, basically. Thank you. Was she running in place while you were talking to her? No, she wasn't. She was but relaxing. She, she looked like she
11: wanted to go somewhere, though. She was. She had right. a shifty-eyed look.
2: Have you ever seen? when have you ever seen? A UPS guy just smoking a cigarette and sort of chilling. <laughs> Someone running down the street smoking the other
5: day <laughs> with a package in the other hand.
2: It's a, it's a, it's a very well-run organization. I um uh, I, I hope my son goes to work for that organization
4: someday. Amanda well, I think the sales department of Carra is gonna hand you a transcript of this since FedEx is their client. Oh it is. Yeah. So, Alright. Uh, Amanda? Yes. You're twenty
2: one. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like the time uh you know when I was calling um uh Mountain Dew Nectar of the Tards uh for a while? Yes. <laughs> uh I'd, I'd, it'd become quite a nice running joke over here, and I was getting arguments with uh, Stone fifteen year olds about why Mountain Dew was an actor of the cards <laughs> until uh, I got on a private jet with the uh, general manager of the station, and uh, we had a couple of beers, and uh, we're having a real jovial time mm. until he said to me mountain dew he yelled across the plane and i said uh yeah it's nectar the tards and he said uh pepsi. you know who makes mountain dew and i said uh i don't know a bunch of tards somewhere and he said pepsi and i went yeah and he said don't be quiet and i went oh and he went uh don't ever talk about it again and i went uh and my my normal answer and that's why i know people must hate me i said well, um, um, okay, I'll see what I don't see what you can do. <laughs> yeah. So that was it. Jeez, I,
5: that was I'm glad it. you've never mentioned it
4: since then. Well, yeah, it, it's it, really to cool. To fair to me,
2: to be fair to me, it was over a year ago, uh, I, wasn't I, it? Or had about a year ago, I got yelled at. Well, I basically got
4: jumped by a Southwest airline uh, gate attendant. Be- I was trying to juggle my kids in. I needed help, and the guy just like, became like assaultive. And I was I was livid, and I came on and talked about it. And the next day was handed a transcript of what I had said.
2: Yeah. So you you got to be careful about uh, what you talk about here. It's okay to tell uh, for me to tell fifteen year olds to uh, experiment with heroin, <laughs> but I, I can't talk any smack about a beverage because uh, that's considered
4: negligent and irresponsible. Amanda.
9: Yes. What's going on? There? Okay. First of all, I have a question for Drew and Adam. Yes. Um. Why is not that all your calls, uh, do your screeners um, only screen out the people with the more, um, like, sexual questions or the questions pertaining to that?
4: No. We're trying to work Uh, some automotive questions in every once in a while. We just had a Will Parkinson White question.
9: Yeah, because um, I have, actually, I have two questions, one for Adam and one for Drew. Yeah,
2: didn't the last didn't the Drew first. just whine on at nauseum about some uh, micro-valve
4: prolapse? Know, you're,
9: you're right. You guys brought up a good point, but but your screeners. I mean, not you guys.
4: All right, well, Amanda, what's your question? Go ahead.
9: Because I called one time.
4: Right, you made it on. What's going on?
9: And I <laughs> told her. I was having problems at work, and she said, oh, can you call back and hung up on me?
2: Yeah.
4: And the
9: second time I called, I said, hey, me and my boyfriend, I think you're going to have a threesome. Put me right on.
2: Yeah, well, it, it's, it, it's, it's not a show about, uh, problems at work. It's called Love Line.
9: Exactly. It's not
2: the job line. <laughs> oh, my sake. Alright, for wait, that, wait, wait, no, 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 that's let too her stew bad.
4: a little longer. Alright, Amanda, wait just a second.
2: Please. Okay, let ahead. her stew a little longer.
4: God. Jesus Christ. Chad, what's going on? Wait, where is that? Hold fine. on a second. I right, put him
2: on hold. Wait, 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 wait. He's on hold. Go ahead. Chad. When well, I was pressing five. Chad.
10: Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Um My question is actually it's about.
4: Um, Chad, don't yeah. listen to your radio. Turn your radio off. Okay, hold on. Wait, All right, now,
2: no. screw Tad. Listen. Amanda. Screw Amanda. <laughs> Let Amanda <laughs> <laughs> screw Tad. Please. <laughs> Tired here, of, uh, of uh, being a wet nurse to these Tardos. Let's just move on. They can sit and think about their attitude. Talia. Talia. You're 15. Hi. What's going on?
12: Um, yeah, about four months ago, I found out that my biological father had a lot of problems with drinking and he was diagnosed as schizophrenic. Mm-hmm. And I had a couple questions about that. Okay. I wasn't quite sure um, if it's genetic in any way or anything.
4: Um, well, there are genetic properties. It does tend to be in f- mental disorders in general can sort of follow in family lineages but not necessarily
2: look at the jacksons i think that's uh proof positive
0: that stuff does follow a
2: family (laughs) oh wow are (laughs) you uh wait a minute your last name is jackson
12: um my stepfather's last name yes
2: (laughs) i have a lot of weird stuff going on today now listen to this hold on a second um uh i got a, i got a buddy staying with me from new york uh in the room over there uh, I names don't know daniel. He either.
4: he's I having a good time
2: him, i got him an inflatable mattress i know He's a big time producer so it cost me a hundred bucks for that thing oh, for all right sake. the point is is he's he leaves my house today about 10 in the morning to go down to the office his wife calls about 10 minutes later the office is about 10 minutes away she said uh daniel there says uh no he left but uh well, I tried him at the office. He wasn't there. I said, well, he should be getting there any moment. But uh, the way he drives in this rain, uh, God only knows uh, what could have happened. He could have gotten in a car accident. Got, I got the accident. I got to the office a half hour later. I got in an accident on the way there. Uh-huh. Now then, <laughs> uh, on the way to the office, I uh, pull over at this uh, awning place big uh always put it on awning by the way awning places always got awning up front right i guess they cut a deal with themselves or something but the point is is i pull in there and i'm sitting there talking to the guy and i'm talking about awnings naturally (laughs) and he uh he's the phone rings he says hold on he's talking to this uh woman on the phone Uh uh-huh yes you have a uh broken awning and uh i won't say my address but you're at the 28 blah 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 street and uh and um, I, he goes, so where is that? What's wrong with your awning? I go, well, hold on. This is my neighbor. I walked uh, past the house yesterday. I noticed a broken awning. Here's what's going on with the awning. Now, it didn't have the awning, the title, of the company on the awning. I had not spoken to my neighbor. I had no idea that this was the same company. I just happened into the place where she was calling. Where she was calling, wow. and she was calling about a problem with her awning I that had I noticed. had stared at the yeah. day before when I was walking my dog. Wow. And I told the guy what he needed to fix her awning. Wow.
5: And then you know, we're easing into that spiritual topic we hit on earlier. And you're okay. you're, you're undergoing a kind of a, a
4: metamorphosis. Awakening right, right here, now. Yeah. So, and now Talia Jackson. so now I just called you the Jackson. All right. What's up? So, Talia, you wonder if you were at risk for this? Yeah. kind uh, How accurate do you think the diagnosis? In other words, how did you find out that he had a diagnosis of schizophrenia? Well,
12: um, he was just beating up on my mom and freaking out. He was upset because my mom had got pregnant because yeah. she was very young. But he's
4: an alcoholic. We know that.
12: Well, it wasn't that he drank too much. It was that he was allergic to it, I guess. And he ended up killing himself when I was three years old. All, right. well,
4: all we know is he's an alcoholic. And mean, being allergic to alcohol. Was, is being he an was alcoholic.
12: diagnosed by doctors with schizophrenia.
4: Okay, so he, he I, I, wouldn't.
12: And his sisters and an. And I would
4: say I would be more concerned with the addiction potential here, which you have about a fifty percent probability, or possibility of inheriting. Okay. Uh, you have a far less probability of getting schizophrenia. Yeah, okay?
12: I was like wondering about like genetic problems because, from what I know, his sister's in an institution somewhere, and his mother was retarded with Down syndrome. So,
2: oh, I well, I'm know. no doctor, but I'm thinking the family got it out of their system. <laughs> you know what I mean? I and have... and that they purged themselves of all these uh, mental have disorders. You, you and you're any... going to go on to uh, write novels. Have you had any problems?
12: Um no not that i know of all right but i had another side to the question real quick is my um my mom's new husband that has been around since i was like six months old right now whenever i bring up the subject around my mom he gets really really mad and he's now like favoring my sister and brother and he won't talk to me he won't say anything to me anymore ever since i found out found out what found out that he's not my real father oh they had told me
4: since I was little that he was my dad. Oh. Mm. And now I,
12: like, for I could
4: ago. imagine as a parent how it would feel if the child suddenly became sort of preoccupied with another parent when you'd been the one that loved and raised the child. It, it would be offensive a little
2: bit. Yeah, I could uh, see
4: that. And I I'd hope you could contain it as a parent, but uh, I can imagine he'd be hurt. And maybe badly hurt, and uh, give him an opportunity to tell you how hurt he is. Ask him. You know, you tell him, confront him on this, his behavior, and ask him what it's coming from.
2: It's just a weird thing and a weird transition, and you're going to have a couple of shaking months in there. But I don't think it's going to be a deal breaker. No, the I guy's think halfway he won't, decent. Right. I agree. All right, we're going to uh, run um, to a break. Um, I'm going to see if I can uh, bend a spoon or start a watch using nothing but telepathy, and we'll be back. <laughs>
7: All right, okay. The phone number for Loveline is 1-800-LOVE-191. Loveline will be right back.
2: Yes, it is Loveline running late for our 10-second break. So we will be back in just that.
8: This is Loveline on Radio Station.
7: 98 KUPD, Tempe, Phoenix.
2: It is Love Line. Semi Sonic is here. John, Dan, and uh, Jake uh, from the band. And we just found out we're uh, good friends uh, with the guys from the Verve Pipe, who uh, we also enjoy very much. And uh, look forward to seeing them. Soon, and uh, Drew was just saying off the air that uh, we have not had a band sound this good in Love Lines since uh, the Verve Pipe. So uh, that's that's high, that's, high that's yeah that's high, high praise. praise. Well, I take that, it
5: that means that the Verve Pipe sounded better. No, since you're stopping there. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, but wait a minute, no, Jake. The, you want him to go ahead and say we're the only one that sound better than the Verve Pipe? There
2: are fifteen of those that's guys. That's pretty bold. They're not yeah.
5: really singing and playing the music, and they're rough. Though. They're from Michigan, so they're tougher than we are. So <laughs> look out
2: uh feeling strangely fine is the name of the uh cd which came out yesterday i believe we're going to hear mm-hmm. something else off of that uh real soon we'll be in uh chicago tomorrow with uh third eye blind so that ought to be a uh, good show we'll be uh extra cranky oh boy and then uh next week we got uh yep. angelica bridges uh is that her name yep. yeah from baywatch didn't we have her on the tv show I, I, don't, I they don't. usually don't let uh, skinny young good-looking chicks on the mtv show but uh, i guess she somehow uh made the cut some <laughs> usually are they're looking for like uh maya angelou and folks like that but uh they let her on so uh i remember her from the show and then we have uh the uh merrill sisters who are the uh is it is it four of them is it the two twins yeah. but who are the other two chicks
4: difference set of two sisters
2: oh there's twins and then two sisters who are related to them they're all the same last name though you know what i'm saying so four of them all came out of the same mama oh have you seen this playboy drew no Four of the greatest looking uh siblings ever all lying around naked oh jeez I don't know how I'd feel about uh, like uh, my brother's uh, nards dangling <laughs> on my forehead or something. They're all they're all piled up in the in the middle, uh, hanging together with the crotches and everything. But uh they're real good looking. So uh they'll be in here. And then uh John Cryer will be in here as well, who's uh I don't remember when we had him in here last, You're but a he's a he's a real nice guy yeah. too. All right, so semisonic and uh will we'll take a call and then we'll hear uh, something about the C D there. All huh? right. All right, true. A couple Two quick
4: calls. Two quick calls? Yeah. yeah. A of, the easy ones. <laughs> Chad.
10: Yes. Yeah. How you guys doing? Good. My question is for Dr. Drew. Yeah. Uh, about five years ago, um, I took this, I had a bad hit of LSD, of acid. And um, ever since that happened, I, I thought that I was going through depression and all these other things. Okay.
4: L- let me tell you something, Chad. That's not a bad hit. That's just what happens from LSD. Hmm. You can get chronic depressions from that drug, and it's very common. All right, but that's not good, is it? It's, but it's not the, right. wrong with the LSD. The that's, just what, that's just what LSD does to, does to the brain. It damages the mood centers.
2: All right, but if ever, if you everyone has a hit and it doesn't do anything to a lot of people, but it did something to Chad, then it's a bad hit. Yeah, because my friends weren't affected at all.
10: See Chad. By this.
4: Chad. It happened. It's called the post hallucinogenic perceptual disorder. Basically, if you if you if you have a large hit of acid, used before the age of fifteen, or used more than about twenty times. Sometime in the next few years, you will get a chronic mood problem.
10: See, this was only like a half, though. It wasn't even a full.
4: Doesn't matter. Mm, really? Doesn't I don't that... know. Don't you think there's something wrong with him? Uh, something else wrong with him? With him? Yeah. He's blaming the LSD. Yeah. This is what LSD does. Mm, nah, but I think weak, weak genetics or something. It, it, there may be some sort of predisposition for people to get it that easily. Cause well, because everybody knows people that have done, you know, twenty, thirty times and don't seem to be affected. But right. you're certainly at very high risk at that point.
10: Well, it doesn't really even seem like depression anymore. Now it's just like the emotions are just, it's just crazy because I can go like a full week of feeling fine, totally fine. And then
4: and you start having panic attacks?
10: And then, yeah, I have these like anxiety attacks.
4: Yeah, that's typical of, of LSD.
2: Well, but maybe this is something, maybe he just would need it anyway. It's
4: possible. But maybe he's sort of predisposed in this direction. Certainly after, again, a relatively small exposure that's, that's suspicious. Anyway, your question.
10: Well, I mean, is there anything I can do? But, I mean, I've tried medication.
4: You, you need to be on medication because it is a biological injury of the brain. But and what
10: kind of, not antidepressants, obviously, because I've well, tried them and they're not working.
4: Uh, the, there's a guy named David Smith up in San Francisco that specializes in this particular disorder. Uh, you Great. Could, you could, David there? Smith, San Francisco. Uh, he's at the Haight-Ashbury Free Clinic. And uh, if I understand right, last time I heard him talk about, it, he talked about using tricyclic antidepressants for this. I have you ever been on Paxil? Yeah, I tried that. Didn't work. It didn't work okay, either. there are multiple. You need to be tried a multiple medication to find the one that's going to work for you because this is a this is a fairly intense biological injury usually, and it it often is recalcitrant to medication. I, I so, what do you got
2: to do? Just start a band or Basically, something? You
4: walk in any, any psychiatric uh, no hospital? No offense,
2: guys, but you know, <laughs> you, you can't go to work in some lab or something.
4: Walk in any psychiatric hospital, and you will see people who are in and out of the hospitals because of this particular syndrome.
2: Because of LSD, post LSD injury. And it can be off of one, one tab.
4: I've never seen it off of one hit myself, but I've, I've heard And half that. a tab for that yeah. matter. Well, he didn't tell us if that was his first or his 50th. Mm, what do you guys want to venture any uh, guesses?
2: 25th. 25th, I go under 25. You uh, got a buck? You guys went in on this? you Semisonics? I'd, I'd, I'm going with 50. He's he's. I'm You're 50. going 50? I'll say 50. All right, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Oh wait, hold on a second. Uh, Chad? Yeah. Don't hang up. I'm not. Okay. All right. So uh, all right, I got a buck. Yeah, you guys got money? Yeah, Prices, right? Money. Rules? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you mean if you go over? No, let's yeah. do this Kansas City you guys, rules. Yeah. Your guys are in. No, I see, I I think that's kind of retarded. I think whoever's closest uh, should get it. Well, I'm I'm, so I'm, I'm feeling uh, I'm feeling like he's. Way it's great up though. The, the price is right It's great because you get to bet <laughs> on like a, a mobile wet bar. Except like for you go, I, I I swear to God, I don't know if that's seventy five <laughs> bucks or eighty thousand dollars. <laughs> I have no idea what a mobile wet bar would cost. All right, uh, there's a lot of stuff with like a the strong bamboo theme going. Uh, you guys got money? Yeah, we're we're Are you down
5: oh, here. I bet. All right, yeah. let me write this 50 down. Fifty hits. I say he's done he fifty. 50. Hits. I say yeah. twenty-five.
2: All right, hold on. I'm writing the uh, Dan says uh, Dan says fifty. Drew twenty-five. Fifteen. I don't I don't hold, hold on, yeah. John's for down for fifteen. Yeah. All right, Jake ten. 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 And, to and uh, this first one, Adam. Drew twenty-five. Um. Yeah, price is right rules. I go in 26. Let's go less than 10. <laughs> uh, hey, Can I go less than 10? Yeah. All right, I'm going less than 10. Playing a, a hunch. Chad?
10: Yeah, Adam, you're right.
2: Oh. Yes. Oh, oh, there goes the money. Jay, I'll, uh, I'll take what's in the box. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Look at Engineer Mike earning his money less for a change. 10. Less than 10, and you got this problem. I, I just I can't believe you guys thought it was, what, do I sound like a wacko
5: or something? No, hey, Chad, who are you talking to, buddy? I'm less than I just 10. figured I'd just yeah, take I, the, well, I'm saying everybody else. I wanted know, to take the know, far know, end of the field. It, I no, just, but you know what? Every time I've listened to this show, there's like someone calls up who has done like, seriously, one time I heard someone who'd done like 100 hits of acid or something. Yeah, I wanted yeah, to get no, over I'm 50. And, I mean, that's
4: amazing. I, I picked twenty-five because that's usually the point at which you start seeing this kind of thing.
5: But who even has time to do a hundred, two hundred? I mean, I'm. Well, I, we all know people like that, or at least we musicians. But oh, sorry, Adamant, what are we
2: getting into? Yeah. No, no. I, I was. Uh, I've, I've only. I've only done half a tab of acid in my life. I, I was too scared, and I had a date later that night, and I thought, yeah, I don't want to freak out on the date. As it turns out, I should have had two tabs. At <laughs> least <laughs> <laughs> just yes. enjoyed myself. But uh, all right. Uh,
4: I did LSD fifty right.
2: times in two years. Drew, hold on, the betting's over now. Let's just move on with the show, Lisa.
9: Hello. You're
2: 21. Yep.
9: Um, <clears throat> I I found I'm about seven weeks pregnant, and um, I'm wondering about having an abortion because uh well, when I told my boyfriend, he he wasn't really excited, and we're supposed to get married this summer, and um. But then now he tells me, you know, that he wants me to keep it but like
4: everybody else. Is wait, wait, stop me. now. He he, he said <clears throat> he, he wants to marry you. Yeah. But he wants you to keep it? Or he wants to marry you and he wants you to keep it. I,
9: yeah, uh-huh. You, you said time. it as We've though... We've been engaged. We've been engaged.
4: You said that as though you, you, want, you were going to get married, but only if you don't keep no, no, it or no, something.
5: At first he had said... Don't want, keep she it. She wanted, yeah.
4: Right.
9: Okay. Then, um, like, uh... My sisters and my cousins and everything, everybody's telling me that I should have the abortion.
2: Mm-hmm, because uh, they all have kids?
9: No, they don't have any kids. Oh, my okay. My cousin has two. Well, oh, um, that's, that's kids. I have a daughter that's two years old, and um, <clears throat> I'm just, I don't know what to do because, uh, like, I've had miscarriages before. Yeah. And, uh...
2: Do you, do you not into the whole um, uh, protection thing?
9: We were for a while, and then it was like all of a sudden when we got engaged, it just seemed like it didn't really you know
2: right.
9: and um yeah.
2: I, <laughs> you didn't uh put the ring around his penis, uh did no. you Lisa well, then it really doesn't make a whole lot of difference uh,
9: yeah um but i'm I'm really confused because I don't know what to do uh, the The reason that um my sisters and everybody gives me for saying that I should have an abortion is because uh. I have kind of a low tolerance for kids, and I have mental illness. Mm. And
2: um, what, What's your mental? By, by the way, um, I would, um, that's not a good sign, by the way, when you say to someone, hey, guess what, I'm pregnant, and they go, oh, man, you should have an abortion. Yeah,
9: that, I, mean, uh, I, I know that. It's...
2: Don't take that as a compliment. What is your mental condition?
9: Um, I have severe major depression. Mm.
2: How's the kid doing that you have now, the two-year-old?
9: She's fine. She, I have trouble containing her just because she gets wild sometimes. But she's two, and I, you know, kind of expect that. But
4: mm-hmm. you get angry easily.
9: I yeah, I do, and oh, I okay. get really frustrated. I don't want to do anything to her. See, this is really bad because um, I uh, never two, want to hurt her. Yeah. So two I, will I'm like, really God, I'll up... hurt myself instead.
4: Oh, okay. two will really her, increase the intensity of your frustration. If and she had another
2: thing. kid, yeah. wouldn't it keep the first one occupied? No. <laughs>
4: no, it's not like that. No. Like they
2: can't go play in the yard while she watches? No. 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 All right, Lisa, uh-huh. I know this is uh, not going to win me a lot of fans, but um, I'm, I'm all about abortion. I think uh, that would be the, uh, one of the greatest things that could happen to this country is if uh, young uh, people that shouldn't have kids, uh, when they got knocked up, got abortions. Yeah. Drew would uh, prefer that uh, they be given up for adoption, and uh, that's fine with me, too. What about adoption?
9: Um he wouldn't let that happen, my boyfriend wouldn't let that happen, but he
2: would't let the abortion happen,
9: yeah, and he's really upset about it because I actually made a date to go in and have one, and um <clears throat> i was when when I had first suggested it to him, he told me. <clears throat> Well, why don't you just have somebody punch you in
2: the stomach that's nice. because oh. it would be cheaper. Uh, Sir Walter Raleigh yeah, here. Does a- he throw his uh, coat down when you come up to like a, a water puddle when you're walking down the street and that kind of thing?
9: He's really...
0: He's
2: all class, this guy. <laughs> where where do he you hey,
5: go at least he school? waited for permission to punch her. Yeah, he and did And that's ask. like shows what a no. prince he is. <laughs>
9: Actually, I'm... I'm really like a, I have I've had abusive relationships
2: before. Really he's not, not. It's true. It's not well, hold on, I got to scrape Drew up off the carpet here, Drew. I'm shocked.
9: <laughs> well, oh, it's horrible. He's not abusive to me, though. He's
4: no, not. Yeah. He's not. I'm yeah. abusive to
9: him in some ways. Uh, but he's not abusive to me. And, and a
4: very honest and interesting statement that people that uh, are victims can also be victimizers.
9: Yeah, and um, I don't want him to. Resent me for the rest Who's, uh, of my life whose because,
4: kid is the first kid?
9: Um, my my ex boyfriend, he's in prison now. Oh,
2: okay. mm. what did he get uh, tossed in there for?
9: Well, first it was like a for carrying a gun, and he he just never learned his lesson, so they decided to send him to prison. And then he got uh, six more years for trying to escape.
2: Really? Yeah. Hey, it's a- he got
9: like halfway out of town, and then they found him and his friend. Okay, they just walked out because. He,
2: it was like minimum security, but anyways. Great. We got to get those guys. We got to get the uh, crosshairs aligned on those uh, guys in the guard towers. Uh, Lisa. Yeah. I don't like this guy, mostly based on the fact that you picked him. <laughs> That's um, the number one reason why I don't like this guy. Secondly, was the uh, threat of the punch in the stomach. Third, uh, you have a two-year-old that uh, you you buy your own admission. Your hands are full with this uh, one and i don't think you'd be doing um your kid uh your first kid your second kid or society a favor by uh bringing another one you couldn't look after look after into this society that's already sort of um, overcrowded with uh folks that need looking after so i'm going either abortion or adoption uh drew yep john sounds like uh sounds like the right route
5: I keep, I keep thinking there's a chance, but is I, I mean if, adoption if, is
4: the chance.
2: There is, but we're just playing the odds. Yeah, and he's... see another
9: thing is um he's going to the navy.
2: No, uh, At least he's your, he's your boyfriend. Just, well, let's yeah, stay with. we getting
9: married before. All right, why are uh, you getting
2: married? Don't <laughs> I'm get, get married, married. please.
9: We're getting married in June.
2: Why? So you can get divorced why? in July.
9: No, but, I mean, he's really
4: good to me. He loves my daughter and... No, no. I keep right. thinking there's a chance, but let's stay focused on the issue here. Abortion or adoption? Jake? <laughs> <laughs>
5: you know... Under 10 or over 10? <laughs> no, I'm not going to say because I, I just... I really think a it's her call. He's Episcopalian.
2: Come on. <laughs> come do hell if he encourages
5: that. <laughs> no, I just... I really... I'm pro choice, and part of that is like it's her choice, and I don't want to meddle no, with it. But she's
2: calling you know? and asking for suggestions. No,
5: I'm not going I don't know. All right. Uh, shut Jake's mic off. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you don't need it. Wait, I think he's giving you the curse, Jake. Slow down here. You guys are this close. <laughs> oh, to The man. curse. The platinum curse.
2: <laughs> All right. Uh, don't get married to the guy
4: well, and go for the adoption.
2: Just, Please, just, Drew, I, this kid's going to kill your
4: kid in, in 10 years. Come on. I just think you're right pointing out to her that she has her hands full and uh, yeah. she oh, needs boy. to think about what she's going to do. All right. Here. But it's just doing it, no favor it, to that it, child. It absolutely child. Uh, amazes me that
2: uh, you got an ex-boyfriend. Uh, I mean, you already got a kid in Papa's in, in jail you realize the two-year-old is going to have to is going to grow up telling every uh... mother effing kid he sees when they say uh... where's dad uh, he's in jail that's uh... that's the one kids uh... history uh... The mom's got a lot of pr- tr- trouble with depression uh, dad's going into the military he's abusive god knows where uh... lisa came from and i'm guessing it was uh, this bad or uh, maybe even worse and let's just uh, let's take a step back and see if we can break the chain here for a second. She's already had uh, multiple miscarriages. I mean, at what point do we uh, as a society get involved? You know what I mean? Why, why are we so goddamn hands-off when it comes to people like Lisa, but when it comes to me putting a kitchen in the addition over my garage, I have 15 inspectors over at my house telling me what I can't, can and can't do on my own property. What is that?
5: Well, I, I know don't that. need it. Do so you, you want zoning for uteruses?
2: Yes, I want the crotch <laughs> zone. Please. Nope. Absolutely. It should take all these a-holes that are telling me what to do with my house and send them over to Lisa's crotch and let them do some real work. There's where the pylons need to be set up, fellas. Not in front of my house. All right. I'm running for something, Drew. Good. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Drew, running for anything that's going to get me the hell out of this uh, studio. All right, now that I'm sweating like a uh, Baptist minister, I'm going to... uh, (laughs)
5: And and running in place as you uh, announce the next...
2: It's uh, it's like uh, a and hell in here. Never You Mind is the name of the next semisonic song we're going to hear off the Feeling Strangely Fine album. And it goes a -A 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 little something like this. A Calliope, these guys. Never You Mind, Semisonic. Feeling Strange with finds and m The cd out as of yesterday. Well, we've heard two cuts and uh, they've both been strong. And uh, I say that's worth the price of the CD already. And uh, by God, there's... Uh 12 cuts on this CD, so uh, there's got to be one more. Yeah, it's getting, one more rose on there.
5: It's more and more of a value every minute.
2: Uh, listen, I, I predict uh, real big things for the band, and uh, we're probably going to want you back on here in about Mm, what about four years, no. <laughs> <laughs> About six months. And uh, don't, come, come on, remember where your bread was buttered. Yeah, uh, we hear you. That's all I'm saying. We hear ya. you. Don't know, start flashing that no doubt attitude. We'll bring, right
5: uh, if you give us a darn curse, we'll.
2: Uh, we'll you know. I'm thinking about it. Jake keeps up that attitude. Yeah, he has got an Episcopalian there. kind of. Uh, yeah. <laughs> putting the piss back in Episcopalian. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, Semi is here, and uh, we will be here right after this.
7: Line with
0: Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla.
4: We'll be right back. Okay, Rock. Hi, this is AJ from the Verve Pipe, and you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and that sexy
2: Dr. Drew. Hey! That is the Verve Pipe there. There's our buddy, AJ. You'll never meet a uh, nicer bunch of guys than uh, the Verve Pipe. And um, you guys... Uh, there semi- it goes again. Second best again, of, yeah. of course. Semi-Sonic touring with the uh, Verve Pipe. That must have just one one big uh, happy love, fest. It was a long, yeah, lots of, yeah. Lots of love. And now uh, Blur touring with uh, Black Grape. Uh, that would not be such a love-in. Sort of an anxiety fest. That yes, way. that's a whole different vibe over there. Drew, um, yeah. you want to make some more uh, noise? It's not really germane of the show, or... There you go. <laughs> Do you have
4: something you want to read? Uh, yeah, some pretty good faxes here. Uh, actually, one of them's on the line. Uh-uh. We'll get to them in a second. This one is... Uh, oh! What's... What? Forgot about something.
2: What? Uh, I don't know why she just popped her head, but uh, producer Ann uh, ran into Molly Ringwald today at a restaurant... Wants to come on the show Sunday. Don't see anybody uh, listed here for Sunday. So, you think we can do that? It's only in town until uh, Monday. All right, I got her number here this somewhere. This is
4: George, and he asked, uh, he has a 17 year old and 11 year old. Thank God I wear the same clothing three days in a row
2: because it means all the junk that I collect during the day has got to be somewhere on my person.
4: And George says, We both agree the structure and discipline are important in child rearing. However, we disagree on the degree to which it's delivered. The question is, what's the difference between discipline and mental or verbal abuse? A uh, pool keel? Yeah, the point is that she tends to be crushing or demeaning. Uh, you know, any structure that you provide a child needs to be done empathically. You have to be present emotionally with the child and for the child. You can be, you can be real, real stern, um, uh, but never, uh, let it break down into abuse or in a detached way. Well, what's deliver. abuse? That's what they're asking. Abuse is, I think empathic failure is abuse. When Didn't you we, don't acknowledge uh, the child as a separate person and, and and acknowledge their feelings, then you are setting somebody up for it. Uh, when well, when people
2: were getting regular beatings
4: from their parents, wasn't this uh, a better country? Uh, that was when society dealt better with the consequences of bad parenting. Right now, we have nothing there to capture the mess.
2: I know. You know the problem with uh, society now. As I search my person, uh, <laughs> uh, we're giving everyone a little too much, uh, too long a leash. You know what I mean? Some kid walks into school with a T-shirt, a couple of uh, pigs getting it on. Says making bacon. The T-shirt. Uh, the uh, principal sends a kid home. Then the kid's uh, parents sue the school right. system and say F you. Screw you! You can't sue anybody. Yep. Go yell at your stupid kid for wearing the stupid T-shirt and call the afternoon. Everyone's uh, so litigious uh, these days, and we and uh, we all t- we take every threat seriously. I hate that. We're like the airport.
4: Mm-hmm. Well, because there's a lot of loose cans around. I mean,
2: the, the attorneys are great. Right, you see
4: what I get? You see my audience? That's true.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, that's good.
4: yeah.
2: All right. I'm going to find that number. All right. Uh, where are we, Drew? Go on onto the phones. That's good. Did you want to talk about this one? Mm, the one uh, calling me a genius? Yeah. I think that's self-evident. Uh oh, will okay. just move on. <laughs> right. uh, Molly. Hey, wasn't I just talking about Molly Ringwald? Did you punch up? Uh, did no. you tell me to do the one I that d- said Molly? I did. And I didn't
4: see anything. Molly?
2: Molly, you're there. Have we had a call uh, with someone by the name of Molly in the last three months?
4: No. How weird is that? Okay, and now I'm looking m- for Molly Ringwald's maybe uh, that's, phone number. Maybe you, your brain picked that name up somewhere as you were scanning around here, and you didn't know it. Maybe that's what triggered your memory. No, let's not bring this yeah, yeah, down to know. earth here. Yeah, no. let's just, come on. Uh, Molly, yeah. I, I liked it. it
5: better when it was weird. All Molly's right. got a
4: question about awnings. We'll <laughs> 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 empty my wallet. and Turn see what up I can the find. sound on Molly and see if she's asleep. Molly, hmm.
2: she's, she's just been on there. hold for 63 minutes. She may be asleep. Sometimes they fall asleep and the phone falls away from their mouth. All right, pick another one, Drew. I'm going to try to find uh, this number. Mm. Dave. Yeah. You're 28. Dave faxed to
4: us also. Yeah, thanks. Oh, right.
13: Um, I'd like to ask a question and hopefully uh, dispel a myth in the process. Here's
4: what he says. There's a widely held misconception that a woman's vaginal size and flexibility are related to her body size and more so to her promiscuity. Promiscuity. Mm-hmm. In my experience, I found there to be no connection whatsoever.
13: Yeah, I, I, that's probably propagated in high school to begin with. Yeah, and uh, my problem related to this is uh, my girlfriend, who I love very dearly and want to spend more time with. Um, she, although she's very petite and she's had very little sexual experience, she she does have a, a larger and and flexible vagina, and so. It takes me longer and longer to climax when I'm with her. And
2: uh, right, it's uh, like masturbating, but your hand fell asleep. Yeah, uh, yeah it's a, five it's minutes a, it's earlier. A and, of friction, I guess. Right, absolutely.
13: And then, of course, that's a vicious circle because the longer it takes, the you know, the more loose and and. uh right. um, So my question is: Is there anything that can be done? You know, exercises or for her? Uh, for her.
4: Yeah. Uh, yeah, the Kegel exercises might help somewhat.
13: Can, uh, that's where can she has to walk around with the keg between her legs.
4: <laughs> basically, that's the, if you, you can experience the muscle by trying to interrupt the flow of urine. And you hold that muscle, which is basically the floor of the pelvis, those muscles down there, and you hold them for a 10 count, 10 times, mm-hmm. followed by 10, what are called quick flicks, and do the, like five sets of each of those three times a day.
13: And this is uh, widely known? Yep. What's it called again? Kegel,
4: K-E-G-E-L. Okay. There are probably are multiple other ones. Those are the ones I'm familiar with. Is that going to help us guys in any way if we try uh, that? Theoretically, guys can have uh, enhanced orgasm function and better control if they do those. I'm so glad I asked that.
2: Wow. And then uh, for guys, there's the uh, bagel exercise <laughs> where you uh, <laughs> have sex with a rabbi against his will. Oh. You really build up a lot of uh, muscle strength that way in the groin. <laughs> well, then I guess my other question.
13: Right.
4: Where's that phone number? The other question.
13: How do how do I how do I break this to her? How do I. Mm. Um, not an easy topic,
4: you know. How long have you been with her?
13: Uh, only six months, but we're, we're very close.
2: Very well, uh, come uh, work the angle that your penis is extraordinary, extraordinarily small rather than her vagina is extraordinarily big. Okay. That'd be a, a, a softer way to break it, wouldn't you say?
13: Yeah, well, mm. I, I, I imagine so. I mean, she said limited experience, but not enough to know that I'm in, incredibly small by any... What are you? Uh... I would say average, average hands, average feet, average penis.
4: Five and a half. Uh, Five point one is it? Or no, is it?
13: little larger than that. Is that average?
4: Well, the
2: the average is six, but it keeps going down, and uh, I don't know what the hell that is. I'm I'm thinking maybe the Asian influx well, into the country, I so. but I can't figure out why the uh, why the average keeps heading down. I, I I would think everything else. I mean, the average height of a man. Uh, 100 years ago was 4 or 5 inches shorter than it is now. Is, isn't that true, Drew? I mean, the average height of a guy was probably five eight in the uh, turn of the century. It's now uh, close to 6 feet, I would imagine. Dude, so, do
5: they get this number by just asking people for the size, and then you average, average it out? I mean, is, that's ask, just sort of an honor, honor. They ask approach?
2: guys for the size, and then I think they deduct 2 inches <laughs> from just <laughs> about... That's the equation
4: they use. They divide by 2. right?
2: Yeah, right yeah. And the guy, uh, it is 5.3 inches I believe or is at five point two. It is around. Uh, I mean, that's that's not even five and a quarter.
4: Well, uh, you missed your carpenter's rendition of that.
2: Oh no! Wait, wait! A uh, whole second. It is. It is. Uh, oh, you want you want carpenters? Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you exactly what five point three inches is. Uh, it's between the fingers. It's not on the outside. That's that's it right there. You got a tape? I won't move. if You want to go to the hardware store? Uh, the point is, is. Uh, it keeps getting smaller. So uh, you're above average, Dave. Well,
13: Can I, I say something? Up. In
2: another uh, 60 years, I'm going to be above average. Yeah. Go ahead.
8: I don't think it's a good idea six months into a relationship. Yeah, I was going to
2: yeah. say. Yeah. yeah.
8: I mean that's just
5: that's a little bit yeah yeah, other stuff to work on before that how would
8: you feel if she said you know you're just not satisfying me because your penis is just so small it's a
4: little objectifying isn't it
13: yeah Yeah. I can understand that but it's still it's still an issue and it's going to remain an issue
5: yeah but if you're if you're in love you got a lifetime to to sort of put this in the right priority list
8: or just please each other in different ways How
2: big's her mouth that's true. Is her mouth fine. Uh,
8: that just mouth doesn't is
13: fine. Plenty of flexibility
2: there. All right. Well, that's Seems your like new a home.
8: Shallow thing to be so worried
2: about. <laughs> okay. That is your new home. Like uh, my dog's new home is my basement. Uh, your penis's new home is her mouth. there. All right. Thanks, guys. We're all right. Seeing. Enjoy. You uh, banished her, huh? Oh, the dog's out of control now. Why don't you biting? It? It's cramping. <laughs> it's making. It's doing. It's it's all over the place. Mm. It's, it's a wild child. I'm ready to put the thing down. Uh, I really am. Uh, uh. I really am. All right, where are we? Get a Drew? trainer for it,
4: or train it yourself.
2: Yeah, I need a trainer. As a matter of fact, and listen, uh, I've talked to a, like a veterinarian or two, and a person or two, and they're like, "Yeah, for people to come to your house and train your dogs, a hundred bucks a session." Uh, listen here, now let me explain something. When I was a carpenter, I charged fifteen bucks an hour. When I was a boxing instructor, I charged thirty bucks a lesson. I go to the shrink, he wants 90 bucks. You train dogs, you peons. You got to be less than a hundred bucks a pop. It's the maltraining insurance. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know. First off, what's your overhead? An effing leash? Come on. A leash in a, like a rawhide bone in a, in a pocket full of kibble? For Christ's sake, you people train dogs. You're not even certified. It takes no real, uh, real schooling to do this. Hell, anyone could do it. There's probably a video I could watch and go out and train Madonna's dog the next day. So, I'm looking for someone to come train my dog that's, uh, looking, looking about eight bucks an hour. Now, come on. You will get it. 25 bucks a pop. You that's enough. That. You might get that. All right. All right. We're going to go to break. i got to wipe uh, more sweat from my brow and <laughs> that's find out. Uh, there's crap you put that i on got to fit. find Molly Ringwald's <laughs> The search
5: for the number is, hey, is incredibly mesmerizing. I can't stop watching Hey, do you
2: guys want to know what a stud I am? Would you look at that Home Depot receipt? What is that, about yeah, that's uh, a block long. Long. That's long? Look at this. There's a 700 cool. items on like there. it's like five
5: inches, five, yeah. one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's, it's a little bigger than the average Home Depot receipt. All right. I'm going to find that number, and uh, we'll be back. And control, and
7: control. <laughs> Love, right. we'll be right back. Okay, Rock. I'm Damon. I'm Dave. And I'm Graham. And we are collectively Blur. And you're listening to Love Line with Adam Carolla and Doctor Drew. Yeah. You
5: guys think that was a long show? <laughs> I wish I sounded like those guys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was a, that was like a four-hour show. <laughs> wow. Uh, we are collectively Blur. <laughs> uh, We're very straight about what we say. Mm, we have.
2: Who? Uh, what was that last song about, fellas?
7: The. Uh, Hello, I'm Damon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know what's weird? I don't know who uh, who we had in here. Who do we have in here? God Lives underwater. Who's yeah. the band? I don't know why, but whenever someone calls in, I never ask it anymore. There's two questions I never ask a band, which is, uh, what is that song about, and where'd you get your name? Because I get pissed or off. Or how would you
4: characterize your music?
2: Right. Oh. It's like we get pissed off when people, oh, never say this to a band. Uh, so you guys are sort of, uh, ooh, you pop, know, kind right? of pop and soul. <laughs> uh, no. No, we're more... <laughs> Um, soul meets pop I mean not pop meets soul uh, but they get pissed off when you try to classify their music and they really get pissed off when you uh, say hey what was that last song about they're like whatever it means to you <laughs> it's like okay when you sat down to write it though didn't you have to figure out man
5: yeah, I'm, I'm glad you said because it's, the danger is asking me what the songs are about we could be on all night I I don't d- know do you not know? oh I totally know Exactly. Well, I, I have like ten theories about every song, so we could talk forever.
2: But how? What is the the harm in saying uh, I wrote this song? You know, three years ago, when I was thinking about this, and that's what it was about.
5: Because it sounds kind of like John Denver, you know. I uh, was at the top of a mountain, and you know, it, it has that kind of. It's what no, I, don't I don't know what the harm. Oh, yeah. I don't know what the harm is. In
2: yeah, it. actually, uh, the Ben Folds Five. Actually, uh, Ben Folds uh, was talking about uh, brick and how that was about uh, abortion, right? Yeah, that was actually pretty, uh, f- uh forthcoming of him. But uh, most of part, for the most part, it's like, I don't know if they want to keep this sort of, uh, mystery going, or they look at it as some kind of jinx or something, but people don't like to, uh, like to explain about it. And that's why I like a song like, uh, Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it means to you, that song, Rock and Roll yeah, Hoochie Coo no, no, is
5: just uh, whatever it means
2: to you. No subtext there, it's just, uh, Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo, Lottie Mama, Light My Fuse. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody try write work, that down quick. Try to work a Lottie mommy. John, at your next will, will you write that down? Lottie
5: hey, have you guys Lottie ever Lottie. figured out what the Pompetus of love is? <laughs> no, Steve. Steve Miller. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, that is, that is, I think we have to look in our urethras because of, isn't that the okay. source of all mystery? Or magic, like magic it, it is yeah, uh,
2: yeah. the uh, window to the
5: unknown. Thank you. <laughs> all right, and therefore the meaning of pompetus is in there.
2: <sighs> um, wait a minute. Yeah. Oh yeah, She's Molly's awake. awake. Yeah, Molly. Uh-huh. What were you doing, sleeping? Yeah. How come you're awake now?
14: I don't know, I think they buzzed something at
2: you. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm looking at this card I pulled out of my uh, wallet. Uh, Clark uh, Davis, the uh, yeah. doctor that yeah. Bruce sent me to for my hand, yeah. called with some um, uh, unpleasant news about the uh, fluid he'd taken out of my hand. What? They eh, just uh, sent it down to the lab, they found some stuff. What? They had to close the lab. What did they find? It killed three se- what technicians. Did they find? Uh, I don't know. He said they, they, they one of the samples, they found something weird. But you know, what doctors do is they break the bad news and then they uh, backtrack. Uh, I'm a little bit concerned about something we found at the lab. The culture didn't turn out the way we'd like it. On the other hand, if you're feeling okay... Is that what like, he said? Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, uh, well, I don't know. Maybe I could... <laughs> Who knows? Maybe I feel like crap. Maybe I'd kill myself if I found out how good everyone else felt. Molly? Uh huh. All right, so I got to go back and uh, look into that room. The lump, Let's see the lump is coming back. That's not what it was. Huh. Okay. I wonder what he found. Molly.
14: Yes. Yeah.
2: Sorry. Go ahead.
14: Well, um, my dad is a drug addict. He's a supposed to be a recovering cocaine addict. At least that's what he says.
4: How long into recovery?
14: Um, he claims he's been recovering for a year, but we did an intervention a, a year? little over a year ago. Right. And he, we, he went in and. He checked out the next day, and then I didn't talk to him for, like, almost a year. Mm -hmm. And um, now he, I mean, he had sent me a card, and, you know, and I called him. He wrote me a letter, and I called him. And so I've seen him a couple times, and I'm having a problem because I don't know how to, like, draw boundaries.
4: Well, here's the boundary. Is the important boundary to draw.
14: No, I know, but it just seems so weird to be trying to have some kind of a relationship with someone, where you're always saying, you know, don't get closer. Or
2: was he? Uh, he was a drug addict when he was uh, raising you, or an alcoholic?
14: Um, he was a cocaine. Addict. I mean, as as a kid, I, 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 don't know. I mean, when I was, it was when I was older that he got into cocaine.
2: But he was into something when he was raising you.
14: I mean, he always like smoked pot. Well, not even not 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 really. I mean, I think that he always like abused things, but I don't think that he was necessarily abusing something that was such a big deal when I was a kid. But
4: Molly, addiction. The guy takes- was drunk no, no, or stoned oh, no. or something, I mean, I'm not, right? I'm
14: not saying that. I mean, I think he's always been an addict. Right.
4: But- it takes a Baker. long time. It takes a long time sometimes for it to evolve to its full-blown state.
14: Oh, for sure. I mean, I'm not saying yeah. I mean, I'm just saying that as a kid, but as a
4: kid it wasn't ha- like he
14: was using cocaine. Just
4: to and- have an into- Remember earlier tonight, I said uh, non-empathic parenting is abusive. That's that's sort of a fundamental principle, I believe. And a parent who is intoxicated, by definition, is empathically failing.
0: Mm-hmm. You cannot
4: be intoxicated and, and tune into anybody. It just doesn't work. That you're you're completely abandoning a child at the point at which you're intoxicated if you're like that all the time that's an abusive situation i no, no. slash actually, does pretty good
14: As a, i mean as a kid he was actually really attentive to right. me and my
4: sister all Right, but listen the boundary you got to draw now is uh if you're in recovery and go into meetings regularly i'm i want to be part of your life and have a relationship if you're not uh goodbye so that's that, it that's what it has to be okay tough love and hopefully
2: it'll draw him into recovery if yeah, he's not already the only hope danica
4: danica or danica She's sleeping. sleeping, yeah.
2: Boy, I will tell you, uh, you I'm starting be. to take this personally.
4: You must have been very interesting. To know.
2: Usually, when I go on my uh, rants against the government, it sort of wakes people up. I guess uh, I guess they've heard it too if many times. If only the Verve Pipe were on the show. Oh, yeah. maybe. <laughs> maybe
5: no one. When they were on, no Dang. one fell asleep. It's weird.
2: No, it was. Uh, it was great. <laughs> oh, those are great kids. Those Verve Pipe. Yes. Danica? All right, we'll put them back on hold. For some reason, they wake up on hold, and Isn't I have uh, what no you, what, idea what, does what Lisa do to them. Wh- oh, what uh, technique is uh, used by uh, Lisa? But it somehow works. And don't we yell at them, mm-hmm. Alan? Hey, I'm hey. awake. All right, you're 18. What's going on?
10: All right, I I guess like, feel guilty giving this question because it's not really that important. But um, like my girlfriend wants to have some weird kinky sex and stuff and I'm just into normal sex and I'm not exactly sure like what I'm supposed to do I mean I just don't have the imagination for this kind of thing what kind of thing
4: what is it she wants to do
10: well she like I mean like she wants to go make love like in the rain and stuff and I mean to me that just seems like I'm gonna get
2: cold and get (laughs) muddled hey Alan Alan I'm dumping you Alan
4: alright (laughs) <laughs> he doesn't
2: even know why. He's going to go
5: back to sleep. He oh. wishes the verb pipe on oh. he
2: doesn't know why oh I have the world's dumbest callers on this show it's, our,
4: our listeners may not have heard what he did because it was oh he just out.
2: used the f word uh, followed and, by the uh, yeah, s word s- yeah, oh. uh, the
4: f word again it's so
2: pathetic that uh, we can sit here and talk about uh, uh, uh clitoral um, um, um castration and uh, and uh, abortions and I gotta say uh, the s word like uh, some kind of fifth grader but uh um, still haven't evolved as a country to that extent. Danica?
4: you fell asleep again.
9: Um,
2: hi. Where the hell were you uh, two minutes ago?
9: I fell asleep.
2: How the hell does uh, Lisa wake you up?
9: I don't know.
2: Okay, go ahead.
9: Um, well, I have this boyfriend who I've um, been with about three years, and I love him to death. I want to spend the rest of my life with him, but Lately, with school and everything, um, I haven't seen him that much, and um, he hasn't really fulfilled my need and, like, my needs for affection and stuff.
4: How can you want to be with somebody the rest of your life who is inadequate as a, with you in a relationship? Well, let me explain, uh, Danica.
2: This stuff only gets worse with time.
9: Yeah, well, I mean, it's because he lives in another city, and we haven't been able to see him that much, and I find the need to always have to... Like to see other people like well, you're
4: 17 it. Danica I, I don't think this is the guy you're going to spend the rest of your life with unfortunately and yeah. you need to work on Danica it, it, Adam has an actually interesting proposition oh, for Christ's
2: sake I'm looking at this ivy by the shore bill five seventy five for an Amstel Light yeah. can
4: you believe that crap
2: yeah. someone <laughs> ought to burn that place down but, uh, for Christ's
4: sake five seventy five for the, an Amstel Light outrage. a sign of personal health is in fact what the ability to, to be comfortably by yourself
9: yeah the big thing about that i'm worried about is i can't be by myself i, I always need
4: somebody. right and that's that's not a good thing yeah. no. it's going to ruin this relationship it's not going to satisfy anything that you re- genuinely need to be healthy all right don't
2: get married don't have kids work on danica all right let me just uh power through a few calls here uh melissa is uh 26 release from psych ward today thoughts of self-mutilation and depression jeez, uh, this is gonna be hard one to uh settle in about 15 seconds about Hey, Melissa. Yeah. Don't mutilate yourself until tomorrow. All right. And then we'll talk you out of it. All right. All right? Please. All right. There's people out there who love you.
9: I know. You. You. Uh, I called, like, about...
2: All right. Melissa, I'm telling you, save that um, disjointed thought until tomorrow night. Okay? We'll talk to you tomorrow.
0: All put right. You, we're
2: going to put you on hold. Oh, boy. Uh, Vanessa. 18, found out her boyfriend is 15. Is this a problem? Well... Does he have pubic hair? Hmm? uh, Huh? He is. All right. Um, Listen, love doesn't ask to see your ID. We'll uh, move ahead. Tom, you're 14. Why does his uh, entire body go limp after he orgasms? That's right. You got no use for it anymore. You're done. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) What do you need your body for?
5: Nature's way of saying you won. That's
2: right. As long as you can move that uh, remote hand, you're fine. I can't move anything. All right, then that's good. Take a breather. What do you want to do? Run off the orgasm? You're done.
11: It got to the point where I was sitting in a chair, and I fell off the chair. And right. I laid on the ground, and I couldn't move for
2: like 10 seconds. All right. Maybe you were just uh, stuck to the shag carpet. No. You were masturbating, I'm, I'm guessing? Yeah.
11: The
2: oh, the boy. Ride. That's your nightmare as a parent to walk in. And uh, Tom's, uh, Tommy, my guy. Oh, it's my. a coma. Oh, no. Oh, well. Oh, okay. his pants around his ankles. Uh, he has like a TV guide spot welded to his belly. Uh the uh dog is trapped as well. <laughs> that is just a humiliating experience. I right, drew what is this some sort of uh bizarre refractory phase.
4: I, I would need to talk to him some more. I mean, it's... All right, we don't have
2: time for him. Taylor's 15 uh girlfriend never orgasms during sex. Why? Because
4: she's 15.
2: There you go. Is she 15, Taylor? Yeah. Maybe. Oh, please. That's good. Taylor, and a- please. Another reason why she doesn't orgasm during sex is you're 15. Know what I'm saying, Taylor? Yeah. Yeah, you gotta hone your skill a little bit. You know what I'm saying?
13: But we go for such a long time. I mean,
2: China. well, uh. it's not it's not the time. You understand? It's the technique. More oral sex. All right? Okay. All you right. Tell a 15 year old. Okay, medium amount of oral sex. <laughs> all right. Now I feel better about myself. You're right, Yeah, you know, All these 15 uh, year olds get more sex than me. It's horrible. All right, we'll go to break.
7: LoveLine's phone number is one eight hundred Love one nine one. LoveLine with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. We'll be right back.
8: K Rock.
2: You guys gotta cover this one. We has gotta it's They, they was playing it down. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, a little, uh, blast from your past here. <laughs>
0: Rock and roll! Hoochie! Rock That's and roll!
2: Hoochie! Lordy mama! And, 75, you know, huh? it, yeah, it could be right around there. It's it, timeless, it's it, timeless. It, it would be, uh, it would normally be Lordy mama.
5: But, uh, I thought it was Lottie Mama. Lottie Mama. They, they sing Lottie. Laudy, I
4: thought it yeah. was Rowdy
5: Mama. <laughs> Rowdy yeah. Mama. That's no, that's a good one.
2: Oh, this is hot. Oh, we got to. Uh, we got to go. All right, but we got to uh-huh. get into that. Come on, you guys, cover something like that. Let's we, come on. We, let's we, get back. There's not it enough. takes of this a song. lot
5: of guitar playing, the it's guitar slinging, time, and all this other nonsense. Let's get back to bass. <laughs> you never asked there. me what that song was about.
2: I know it's about some bar that closed there. Uh-huh. We got to go. All right, we're out of time. Drew, why don't you go? We're right. done with you. Tonight. Hey, uh, I'll see you about 5 a.m. See you about four hours, yeah. Great. <laughs> yes. Somebody says to me, hey, Sleep guy, tight. Do you hang out with Drew much when you're not there? <laughs> Are you effing nuts? <laughs> Alright, Drew. Get yeah, ready. Drew. We're doing yeah. some arguing tomorrow. Alright, all uh, Semisonic, thank you uh, very much. It was a cool. good time. Hey, if you see the Verve Pipe guy, say hi. Yeah, because you? you're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright. Come back anytime, and uh, until next time, it's Adam Kroll for Dr. Drew saying, mahalo. Uh-huh.
7: Has been Loveline. The opinions expressed herein are not necessarily those of the staff, or management, or producers, or directors, or the
3: advertising, or anyone. But they might be Bob's. I'm Bob, and they're mine. The producer of Loveline is Van Wilkins. Loveline is a presentation of Westwood One Entertainment.
10: Grr, arg. We now return you to your highly tested, regularly scheduled programming. Bye.